0: Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. I want to apologize that this video is shorter than usual, but I just didn't have enough stories, I guess. I also wanted to mention something kind of interesting, I guess. The last story in this video was actually submitted by my own editor and real life best friend. It's going to sound kind of fake, but he swears up and down that it's a real true story that he experienced so take that for what you will. I hope you all enjoy this one, and as always, if you have a story you want to share, you can send it at southerncannibal.com, link down below in the description, and without any further interruptions, let's get into the stories, and remember to always stay. Just to give some background on my story, I'm a female and this was back in 2016. I was 23 years old and I had recently dropped out of college and I was living with my boyfriend's family. The story takes place in Houston, Texas. One night I had traveled to visit my family in the city area and my boyfriend stayed on the outer city limits. I was traveling back to his home and as I was exiting Interstate 45 to 1960, both are major highways here. As I was exiting the ramp, just a random glance in my rearview mirror, I had paid attention to the headlights on the car behind me. As I'm watching it, it seems like they're driving very quickly, as if they almost missed the exit. So I increased my speed down the ramp, just to avoid any mishaps to avoid the major traffic lights on 1960, I had found a side street and I decided to take it to be faster. It was around 10 p.m. and the back streets weren't lit very well, but I was confident because I've taken this route a thousand times. As I turned down this side street, I saw that the car that was behind me on the ramp was rushing to get over in the far right lane and they proceeded to turn down this side street as well. Again, I try not to think too much into it. This was a very known background to the people who lived in the area. The road is narrow and dark in only two lanes until it merges with the main road after about 10 minutes. As I continued down this path, the car did as well, and I started getting nervous as they trailed behind very close. Every time I would speed up, so did they. The first light I got to, I needed to take a left turn, so I planned to do a test to see if they were following me because I didn't want to lead them to my boyfriend's house if they were. I got into the turning lane, and they did as well. And as soon as the lights go straight to green, I swung over and I continued through the light, going straight, damn near speeding. At this very moment, my heart fell to my feet. Because this car did exactly that. it followed me straight into the light. Now, there were only two more lights before I made it to a subdivision, and I was terrified, but I was really trying to think quick. Considering the car was behind me with blinding lights, I couldn't give a description at the time, so I figured calling the police wouldn't help. Wrong thinking, I know. Once I made it to the next light, I was going way over the speed limit and I decided to run the light thinking that I could beat him and he'd lose me. Wrong again. He ran the light as well and strangely, before we made it to the next traffic light, he turned off his headlights. Now remember, I said that this area was not very well lit, so it all became so dark. I knew that the next light had a gas station as well as a McDonald's across from one another. So I raced there, assuming people would be there and that him, whoever he was, would not be inclined to do whatever they were aiming to do to me. As I pulled into the McDonald's, they then quickly U-turned. I watched in the rear view mirror just to make sure they kept going down in the opposite direction and they did as good as my vision could see. I then called my sister immediately as I was so frantic. I got in line and bought a drink just to continue being around other people, and thankfully, the line had a good amount of people to kill time. I sat in the parking lot for a few minutes, and I explained the story to my sister, whom definitely helped calm me down. I was just way too scared to leave, assuming that car could be waiting for my return in order to follow me again. I'm still not sure why to this day I didn't call the police, and those three minutes from the McDonald's to his house was for sure a creepy one, and when it was time to get out of the car I was terrified, but I made it. Nothing has happened to me like that since, but ladies, please stay aware, and everyone be safe. I'm a female and I was 17 at the time. I'm 22 now, and this still really haunts me to this day. It was on a Friday night. I was with two of my friends, Jane and Elena. We'd went to Target to do some shopping, and after we were done shopping, we got in Jane's car and she drove us to the mall so we could all buy more clothes and whatnot. Well, as Jane was driving, There were three guys that went up to a guy in the car ahead of us and pointed guns at him. Me, Jane, and Elena were all freaking out, and Elena dialed 911. One of the guys pulled out the guy from his car and then beat the shit out of him, and one of the other guys punched him in the face four times. And then the last guy, he shot him in the head. I'm pretty sure he died from the gunshot then the three guys got in his car and they all drove off i had actually caught the whole thing on video with my phone when the police arrived i showed them the video and they took our statements as well as the video for evidence we then still went to the mall like we promised we bought more clothes electronics and other stuff and we went to the food court for some grub we were still pretty shaken up about what happened So Elena and I decided to stay over at Jane's for the night just for our safety. Well, the next morning, I got a call from one of the officers that took my statement about what happened the previous night. They caught the guys, and all three of them were arrested and charged with theft, assault, and first-degree murder. There was a big drawn-out case, but all three guys were sentenced to life in prison without parole. I had the phone on speaker, So, Jane and Elena heard it too. To this day, it all still really haunts me to my core. To those three guys who beat up and murdered that poor innocent guy and stole his car, I really, really hope there's a special place in hell for the three of you. So, to start things off, I'm a 26-year-old male, but this happened back when I was 19. It was about 9.30pm on a weekend night and I was heading from one friend's place to another which is only about a 3 minute drive but this ended up taking about 15 minutes and you'll find out why. I had messaged my friend saying I was heading over and that I'll see him soon. I drove off and as I rounded a corner a car had reversed out of their driveway and when they then faced me They had flashed their high beams at me, and I thought that maybe I'd left mine on or something, but I hadn't. As I drove past, they then turned and they started following me. They kept flashing their high beams on and off behind me, and I thought I was just some assholes being assholes, but then they sped up and got closer and closer and continued flashing me. So I then sped up and I had rounded a corner I then pulled off to the side of the road, and I turned my car and lights off, hoping they didn't see me do it, but they did. They pulled off to the side as well, about 10 meters back from me, and they too set their car with their lights off, and I was checking my rear inside mirrors just to make sure that no one got out and was approaching me. I waited there for about three minutes, and after no movement and no one approaching me, I turned my car and lights back on, and I drove off. And you guessed it, so did they, and they started speeding up behind me, so I sped off as well. They began chasing me for about a solid two minutes, taking every left and right I took and getting faster and faster. Luckily, my car was faster, as I took a sharp right, left, right, and then another left and then pulled into a random person's driveway and shut everything off, and then sliding down in my car to hide out of sight. Well, not even 30 seconds later, the car slowly drives past at the speed of a snail, and as they drive past the street I'm in, I breathed a sigh of relief, and I sat in this person's driveway for another five minutes until I finally felt safe enough to leave. I then finally drove to my friend's house, and I got there safely. Now, just keep in mind, it's not only the animals that can be dangerous in Australia. There's also some really crazy people here willing to do God knows what. So remember to always be safe out there. This isn't an incredibly scary story, but it certainly got my heart pounding pretty hard. It's fresh in my mind because it actually just happened so I knew I had to write it down to warn others to be 100% aware of your surroundings and to always be hyper-vigilant at all times. For some context, I'm a 34-year-old female. I'm a vet tech student, and I work the night shift at a dog daycare, and I was just going through my normal daily routine. My husband usually works from home, but today he went into his office So I was just hanging out with our animals, studying and relaxing before a long night at work. At around 11 a.m., I was out walking my dog in the neighborhood when I had noticed a black car with tinted windows driving very slowly towards me. I looked away from it and just started playing with my dog. But out of the corner of my eye, I saw that the car had stopped and was kind of just sitting there. As my pub finished his business, we began walking along the sidewalk back to the house, and this is when the hair on my back of my neck then stood up. The car began following us, and was pretty much right alongside me. They turned into my area of the complex. We live in a townhouse community, and I was scared to death. It was almost as if whoever was in there was waiting for me to walk right into my house. I had no idea what this person's intentions were and I was absolutely terrified that in any second someone would jump out and try and harm me or my dog. Anyways, I stopped dead in my tracks, took my cell phone out and was about to dial 911 when the car turned around and then immediately sped off in the other direction. I breathed a sigh of relief even though my legs were shaking and felt like jello. As soon as we got back home, I locked the door, put music on, and I stayed inside to keep myself busy until I had to leave for work. This moment definitely opened my eyes and just goes to show that anything can happen, no matter what time of day it is. This happened two days before my birthday. I was enjoying the afternoon for privacy reasons with my daughter R, my best friend B, and her daughter, Rim. be is the driver in our adventurous excursion. This piece of information will be important later. We were on our way to a food place and enjoying the night with just the four of us together. Traffic was pretty bad around this time on a Thursday afternoon, and as we're sitting in traffic, an impatient driver with a Lexus was trying to insert herself into traffic. Once the traffic started to move, B drives into gear, to the point where the impatient driver almost hit the passenger side. Nope, not today, B said, as she proceeds to lay her hand on the horn for a few seconds, then drive off. You'd think the drivers would leave it at that, but we were wrong. The impatient driver was following us from behind us to the side of the car, as B was trying to lose this lunatic driver. As we were trying, The driver had tried to sidesweep the driver's side, but luckily, B didn't hit the car. I was livid, considering R was just sitting right behind B in her car seat. B was hysterical, and I knew I had to do something. I then dialed 911 and I reported the impatient driver as well as a description of the car. The officer was asking questions along the lines of What does the driver look like, and where are you located? And so on and so forth i complied and i answered to the best of my ability without engaging with the driver and not trying to look obvious as i provided the information while doing my best to calm B down as she's driving we were advised to drive to the nearest police station as a safe spot and that's what we did on our way to the station the driver was on the passenger side and they threw something we didn't know what it was The second instance, the driver was behind us, and we then heard a thud in the back of the car. They kept going on for a bit, until the impatient driver steered in another direction, eventually driving off the opposite way as we then made the turn to the police station. The driver must have known where we were headed to. Once we all made it to the station, we met with the officer that I spoke to on the phone. We gave a statement, and they handled it from there after giving the statement, we bid the officer farewell. BMR and I were all safe, and we went off and enjoyed the rest of our evening together. Now, this may not seem that scary to you, but that was the first time that I ever called the cops in my life for a life-threatening situation like that. I had really feared for my child's life at that point, never mind mine but to the impatient driver that tried to hit my best friend's car because you were that impatient to wait for your own turn let's never meet again you crazy fucking psycho the story begins with me and my mom taking a drive down to visit my grandparents they had lived about an hour and a half away and for most of the drive it was just open fields and farmland So as we're driving along and I'm in the passenger seat staring out the window, we come across a large rectangular shaped field with a tree line bordering the sides of it. This was out of farming season, so the field was completely clear of any produce, making it very easy to see anything that would be in the field. I noticed on the side of the field toward the tree line, there seems to be one of those large electrical boxes. It's green something that you'd usually see at a large apartment complex next to the street as i'm just staring at the field out of nowhere this electrical box just seems to morph into some type of creature something that i've never seen before it was quite a ways away but i'll try and describe it the best that i can it walked on four legs but its arms seemed larger and more muscular than the rest of its body It also walked in a very creepy manner, like the joints in its front arms would somehow dislocate after each step, like some kind of cripple. At first, I didn't believe what I was seeing, and I remember looking over to my mom, saying, Did you just see that? And she said she did. That was truly the scary part, to realize that I hadn't just imagined the whole thing. We were going about 60 on this road, so the entire thing was pretty quick. And as you can imagine, we didn't dare stop or turn around. I remember us trying to make sense of the situation, saying maybe it was a deer. But there was just no way. It was way too creature-like. But most importantly, something I never ever want to encounter again.